Good morning, New Zealand. We're four minutes past six o'clock on the 12th of April. Hope you're doing good on your Wednesday school holidays, week number one. Hopefully the weather's been okay and you've been able to get the kids outside. Gee whiz, we are flying through the year. It's April, the night of champions on Friday night. Sure enough, it'll be winter racing and it'll be World Cup and then we'll be at Christmas and we'll be doing it all again, Kempe. Uh, scares me to look at the calendar every single morning at this time of year because it just feels like it races by. Yeah, it does. It's uh, morning, everybody. It's a, a, a big time of the year, especially, you know, we're starting to kick into the, the mainstayers like the rugby league, the rugby union. You know, you get the end of the cricket season. You've got the end of the, the spring carnivals and racing. So all the wet trackers are coming out. Come on, just ask me. Just He's ask back. me. He's back. <laughs> Spoke to Al Shark this morning, five o'clock. He's loading up the truck. To head, to, head up to the track. And, uh, yep, I've got, a, I've got one for us this week. And uh, hopefully we'll have one in the next month. Uh, he likes a, he likes the look of one he's got uh, racing on Friday, so we'll throw that out on Friday morning um, before the odds come out. And uh, yeah, no, it is it is such a busy time of year. Uh, it gets them. It sort of gets your juices flowing every day when you're thinking about, oh, what should I talk about tomorrow? You know, and I've got something juicy to talk about too off the back fence coming up. Uh, I think it's about time we start picking up the rugby chatter. I think it's way too quiet. I think uh, we went we went for that long to say hurry up and talk to us. Now everyone's gone to sleep again. That's you know that's a real good I think um, tactic of keeping people quiet is give them what they want and then put them back to sleep. You know it's true. It's true. You're right, Kempe. You are right because we got what we wanted, and then and that's what I was alluding to yesterday. It's like Super Rugby's gone on, but it's been lost in everything else. So. Um, you're going to give it a shot in the arm, mate. Eh? <laughs> I'm going to give it a little injection today just to get the juices flowing, and I think I'm going to start picking Love up it. that conversation because, you know, we're not too far away from the bleeders, though. I, I see that they're advertising that, uh, you know, f- what do you call that, the supporters tours and that already, um, yep. which is coming up. You know, does of course, you know, we've got a new coach in the Aussie team and, and they're signing every league player with a name on it. The, yesterday, Joey Manu was asked whether or not he'd signed for the All Blacks because Joseph Swali'i signed for the for, for the Wallabies. It's, you know, the Aussies just won't stop chattering about it. Um, yet over here, we've actually, like, where is rugby on the, on the, on the, in the conversation at the moment? Seriously, where is rugby uh, in the conversation at the moment? Low. It is not. It is not high priority. Well, to be honest, let's prioritise it. Let's pick it up. Brilliant! I can't wait. Let's do it. Hey, am I remembering right? This Friday, so we'll get a bit of mail from Al Sharik. I'll just quickly skim through the field. So this Friday, it's very busy on the racing front. We've got three meets on the galloping meets on Saturday. They're racing at Ruakaka today. Then uh, there's Awapuni on Friday. This is not even talking about the harness on Friday night. Was this time last year? Where Maddie Cameron had Cinerama coming from last on the bend, was that the Manawatu That's right. breeders? Yeah, coming from coming from way back to you uh, to get up. Actually, spoke, speaking to Alan about um, the mare, she's travelling really well. He's already looking at. That's why I asked you the question yesterday around Prozier or yeah or um, Santono, um, you know whether or not which one you prefer. So, you know, we're already talking about the second the second service. Um, do you think he's fixed in? It's like an interest rate with Prussia. Yeah? Do you think Al got it fixed in before? Knowing, <laughs> before? knowing Al, knowing Al Sharik's, uh, I guess, 
profile in the in the racing game, but also in what Steady's kept with a lot of people in the game. Uh, he, don't worry about Al. <laughs> He'll, he might he might have one up his sleeve. He'll, he'll have everything locked in. Uh, and he's really, you know, the thing, good thing about Al too is he's talking about such a knowledgeable man around what he thinks is the best for your horse. You know, like he's really open and honest about that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had an opportunity to go to Severbeel and then we're talking about Severbeel yesterday and how many winners Severbeel's come up with, you know what I mean? And and But we've decided to go to Tarzino because Alan mm-hmm. thinks that the breeding's better suited, you know. So the, these are the type of conversations that you have as an owner with your with your trainer. And, of course, you know, it, it's like Alan telling me that, you know, Adam Pompey should be dropped. Like, it's you, don't, you just don't say those type of things, you know, you know what I mean? So, and I, and yeah. I get that. I respect that from Alan. He's a great judge of horse. He's a great horseman. Um, good judge of person. And he's a very good judge of person. You'd be surprised, Louis. So uh, he's a uh, he's uh, tipping one out one out for us on Friday, and uh, yeah, we've got a couple on the go at the moment, back in training, and hopefully we can tip a couple of those out later on in the month. Well, you're a, you're a quasi breeder, to be honest, Kimpy. You have been for a long time. I love it. I think it's brilliant. I love delivering vicariously. At the stage of the life I'm in, it's not necessarily something I can go and do, but I love living vicariously through you. I think it's great. I can't wait to find out what you guys go to next. Uh, Tarzino, just straight roll straight into Prussia. There's the hottest stallions on the scene. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. I love it. Very, very exciting stuff. The breeding side of things, um, it really does interest me, and it interests a lot of people. I I had heaps of good feedback, Kimpy, about our chat with Andrew Seabrook yesterday. Oh, he was he was so good, you know, and so real. Like I, I really like the the end of the conversation when he was putting the economy around. You know, if you were looking at taking your horses um, to stud here in New Zealand as opposed to in Australia, paying six figures as opposed to still the five figures here, the value that you get from those mm-hmm. um, those stallions that are standing here in New Zealand. You know, not only Andrew Seabrook, but you know, if people. You know, if you ever get a chance to go to a sales and you go to Karaka Sales and you get around the sales and you can go and walk and talk and meet a lot of the stud owners, you will be really, really surprised at just those um, people and their attitudes to, to want to stop and talk to you and and fill you with information about the game. You know what I mean? They they are, I'll never forget Alan pointing out Sir Patrick Hogan to me up at the sales. And, he, and we're standing there, and he, and he goes, you know, see that guy over there? And he points to this guy, and he's standing there, and he's got stubbies and a, and a polo shirt on. He's in, you know, do you remember the old stubbies? I don't know if you, you blokes remember stubbies, but yeah, they yeah, were the yeah, go, yeah. mate. They were the yeah, go. So yeah, yeah. I reckon you guys are wearing them now because everything's come back, the moustaches, the terrible hats, and stubbies. Well, we used to wear those back in the late 70s, you know what I mean? But stubbies were the go. And Al points out, he goes, do you know that guy over there in the stubbies? And I'm like looking at him and he's got his little pen, you know, his glasses down over his nose and he's just got his little book. And I go, mate, I've got no idea. And he goes, that's Patrick Hogan. You know what I mean? And I was like, and in my head, Alan's been talking about this Patrick Hogan all the time, you know, like Patrick Hogan, that's what we want to be. You know, he's got these yeah. like big Legend. horses and legends and da-da-da. And I'm looking over there and I'm going, he's got stubbies on? 
Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you go and talk to him, and like every good dude in the racing industry, this what I mean, mate. They're all cut from the same cloth. It's like, hey, man, how you going? You know, it's you know the stickos like make beeline for you, making sure that they they come and say hello to you. And Mark Chittick is exactly the same. Like we spent that whole like, <laughs> like when when we split up, um, Louis and you came back. Well, I went to Mark's little setup that he's got down there for Waikato Stud. Well, I couldn't get out of there, could I? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and thank God I did get out of there by about six o'clock because I would have ended up there till midnight if you had to. But just really good chat, and you get a chance if you do get a chance. And Andrew Seabrook's no different. Like, go out to the sales, go around, mix it with with all the the good dudes that are the actually big names in racing in New Zealand, and talk to them about what it's like to own a I wish I win and. Those type of those type of champions that actually come out of, you know, these these studs in New Zealand with these blokes that are just walking around in stubbies and polos. It's it's the great game of racing, and if you ever get a chance to get into it, get in. It's good fun. Well, you know, I could not agree more, Kimpy. I completely agree with what you're saying. I, I just know it. I know it too well. It's so good. Everyone's so warm, and um, we'll talk a bit of racing later this week because, fry, as I said, well. Friday night, we're going to Cambridge. We've got uh, self-assured. This race is going to be unbelievable on the harness scene. Um, they're going to run so fast off this gate that you won't know what's hit you. And self-assured, if Natalie can just get the right run, sit off them and, and get some cover, you just never know. And then Friday, so there's galloping at Aopuni. Then there's three gallops meets on Saturday. The good oil will cover it all. Uh, it's busy just before we get to the wet track season and Just Ask Me lines our pockets. So we'll talk some racing later in the week. Today we're going to talk a bit of NBA because the NBA play-in game, so it's a new concept, I think this will be his second year uh, of NBA play-in games. Wes Goldberg, he writes for The Ringer, the Miami Herald, while the Miami Heat, lots of teams are scared of the Miami Heat, even though they might have battled through the regular season. We'll chat to him about the Heat and just the whole NBA playoff standings, where things sit, the first round matchups, and oh, we got a little treat, about 20 to 8 this morning, Kimpy. Yeah, about 20, 20 to 8, we got uh, another NRL chat with Andrew Webster coming up, so I'm going to talk to him a little bit about what the first six weeks have meant to him, but where the next six weeks are going, as far as uh, now that he's sat down in the in the club, worked through an off-season, got the boys off to a, to a ripper. Um, but finds himself behind the eight ball with a couple of key injuries, suspensions, uh, and looking at the depth of his club. So Webby's going to join us to talk a little bit about that. Also got a good mate of mine who grew up with a nephew, uh, known him since he was knee-high to a grasshopper, Phil Yarrow of the of the great Yarrow family down in Taranaki. Um, Yarrow, the bakers that support our rugby union down there. Hopefully he's bringing in a couple of pies for the boys in the kitchen. I've sent him a text. <laughs> Uh, I don't know whether he's flying up in the private lair from from down in Taranaki, but uh, he's looking. He's really looking forward to it. A good chat to him yesterday around just the support of the rural community. So uh, our sport and, and connection to the land um, segment will be uh, supported by Full Yarrow today, who's got some real good stuff to talk about sponsorship and and where that should go from the government's perspective as far as. Getting people like the Yarrows to support sport when they want to, they want to support sport, but there should be more incentives to support sport. So, talk about that, and of, of course, the rumor mill. There's lots of rumors flying around. I know you got a few. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what it is about Christchurch. <laughs> it's like rumor city. Double eight, double three. That's the temper bed post text machine. If you want to start just lobbing some rumors through to the text line, we'll just we'll just stash them away. 
and we'll get to them about 20 to 9 this morning. Anything, we're talking any sports. But I have a couple. Oh, I have a couple that you're going to be very interested to hear, Kempe. Um, One thing we'll ask Andrew Webster about is Tamaiti Martin and just the, the growing injury list. As you said, the next six weeks. But eight weeks for Tamaiti. Oh, man, this guy just can't get a break. Nah, and and is it a minimum of eight weeks, maximum of how many weeks? That's a you know I've had that I've had that um, that little break myself. You know you could actually come back a lot sooner if you look after it, depending on how severe the the crack is. If it's just a fracture, you know sometimes you want a clean break. You don't want a a fracture because a fracture takes a little bit longer to get get back from. So you know is it eight weeks? Is it actually three weeks? Or or possibly could it be longer? Um, Which I think. Uh, go, going by the naming of uh, Dylan Walker at 5 8 yesterday and the naming of the teams, because they got to be out by 6 o'clock New Zealand time, uh, the Tuesday namings of the, of the sides. W- what are you looking into as far as that seniority and picking Walker in at 6? Because he started with Volkman the game before and he didn't have Tamari Martin in the side, and this time he's gone directly to Walker. So, you know, if you're reading between the lines, what does that say as far as a selection of Walker at six and not a, not a young player, Volkman? And, and I, so, I personally think that it says a lot for where that team is at the moment and what he's looking to get out of the side, um, especially around seniority. So I'll, I'll ask mm. Andrew that question. Uh, you know, you've got to think about not having Mitch Barnett, uh, Noor Cordair and Tamari Martin in the side and is why this decision to put Dylan Walker in the starting side has, has been made. And does he go roll through with that starting side, uh, that decision on the weekend? Or, you know, that's it's a big weekend to see whether or not he does that because if he doesn't, then you start to get a shape of, well, you're naming players who aren't actually going to play that week. And, um, you know, what does that actually say in, in you know, that part of the, the game of rugby league as well when you're trying to outsmart other coaches and not give them too much of an insight into what your problems actually are. So, yeah. you know, those are the those are the questions that we'll ask Webby today. And and you're right, Tamari Martin is is bigger than just replacing a five eight. I think he's along with um Maratu no Kore, one of the main reasons in that shape, especially on that left hand uh, that right hand side is why Sean Johnson's going so well. So Sean hasn't got that. And you looked at that against Newcastle on the weekend. Well, it wasn't exactly the same Sean Johnson, was it? So as the weeks build and they're not there, what does that actually mean for Sean Johnson, who's going so well? Double eight, double three. What do you want to know from Andrew Webster? Kempi will pose those things. Very, very important. A uh, couple of questions there for the next four to six weeks before this buy comes up. What do you want to know? Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The Kennards higher phone line as well. Nineteen minutes past six. I've also got another question for you.